Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Olivia. Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lies about motherhood and children. We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered about the honor that it is to raise children. We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. Our goal is to help encourage mothers to stand firm and mother with conviction. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. Welcome back, y'all. So this week, we wanted to have a conversation about spiritual warfare, which is a topic that can feel really heavy and scary. And we, but we also think, excuse me, not, but, and we also think it is very important to discuss, especially with mothers and women. Yes. So this, it feels heavy because it is. Yeah, it's, this it's is, real. It's, um, it's heavy and we have to be aware of this and we have to understand that there's yes there are things spiritual going around all around us and we can do something about it we can protect ourselves we can protect our families we can pray we can stay in the word and i think we've been we've been talking about this back and forth and i'm gonna start off by reading Ephesians 6 about Christian warfare. But before I read this, I just want to make sure that as we're having this conversation, I don't want moms to hear what we're talking about and think it's their fault. Yes. Or it's something that they're bringing on. And I mean, obviously, we play a part in being aware of this stuff and we have to be mindful of what we're our thoughts and what we're listening to and what we're seeing and all of these things. But I just want to make it clear that we want to have an open and raw conversation about motherhood and spiritual attack and what we have both experienced. And we know that we're not alone. And, um, and when it occurs. Yeah. It's, um, it's a hard thing to talk about. And it's also, this comes very timely because both Olivia and I have been experiencing this lately. And so that's why we wanted to talk about this. So even as I'm talking about this, I just have this like heaviness over me. Um, I'm tired. I've been going through some stuff and we're going to talk about this anyways. Yes. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and read Ephesians 6. Words of the week from the good old Bible. Yes. Finally, be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength, put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this darkness, against evil spiritual forces in heaven. 
For this reason, take up the full armor of God, so that you may be able to resist in the evil day, and having prepared everything to take your stand. Stand therefore with truth, like a belt around your waist, righteousness like armor on your chest, and your feet sandaled with readiness for the gospel of peace. In every situation, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray at all times in the Spirit with every prayer and request, and stay alert with all the perseverance and the intercession for all the saints. And, I mean... Even after reading that, I already feel better. <laughs> I was telling Olivia before this, I'm like, um, I think we should wake up and say this every morning. Yes. Have it have it on the wall somewhere. <laughs> because I think like while this is so heavy and it's kinda it feels almost a little weird to like talk about evil or darkness or the idea of a enemy and devil and all of these concepts. And so that heaviness that we feel, it's obviously real and we obviously have to be aware as it so clearly says. And also all of these things, like we're equipped because we have God. He has equipped us to stand firm and be confident. And in Jesus' name, we can, I mean, that's that's where the power is. And it's so encouraging. Like, yeah. And that's seriously, like my mood from when we just started pressing record and then I just read that out loud, like speaking those words out loud and over myself, over whoever is listening to this, like there is power in the name of Jesus. Serious, serious power. Yeah. And I honestly feel like, I mean, some people, I mean, most of the people listening to our podcast have probably read the Bible, have probably read that, but I don't think people realize the power that we have on our side. Yeah as believers. And so it's, and it's also just so wild to see, like, like you said, it shifts your mood, it shifts everything, but you can go from feeling scared, overwhelmed, terrified, all of these things, and then read that and realize I don't have to feel this way because we have God on our side. Yeah. He's in our homes. He's with us. Yeah. And it's huge. It's so huge for people to, to, to really understand and grasp. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this came about like us talking about this. We, because we've been talking about the idea of, you know, as moms, we are up in the middle of the night with our children and every season brings different reasons that we're tired and it's good and it's kingdom work. And at the same time, it, 
it puts us in a space of being vulnerable. And a couple years ago, I just became so aware of like, okay, these terrible thoughts that I'm having, I'm having them in the middle of the night when no one is around, when I am up with a screaming child, I'm trying to feed him. I'm trying to do all the things. I haven't slept in several days. I'm with my kids all day, every day. It's just, you're vulnerable and you're susceptible. And I mean, it is, there is nothing else that you should be doing. You know, when you have young children, that is, that it's just a part of the season. And you know what the devil hates? Everything God loves. So guess what? Your marriage, your children, the devil is against that. So as you are being intentional, you are doing these, this kingdom work, there are, There is an enemy out there that is pushing back on that. And we have to be aware of that. I'm not sure if you noticed, but when you were talking about that, we kind of lost our connection for a second. So if that doesn't show you what's going on, I mean, honestly, for everyone who's listening, our connection just went, was lost and reconnected while Carly was saying that. So I'm going to say it again. Loud and clear. hates what God loves. So as we are up with our children and we are in our homes and we are praying and we are being intentional and we are doing kingdom work, the devil hates that. And this is not to be afraid, but this is to be aware and put on the full armor of God. Because we need it. Around you, around your kids, around your family, around the people that you love. And be loud about it. Yes. Because we've said this many times, but what we are talking about is being put on our hearts to talk about. We are both experiencing these things. So clearly God is calling on us to talk about these things. And the fact that that just happened while Carly's talking about this, it just goes to show we have to talk about these things. Yeah. People need to hear these things. Mothers need to hear these things. And like Carly said at the beginning of our recording, we're not saying to, we're not sitting here just talking about all these heavy things and leaving you guys to feel heavy and unsure of what to do about it moving forward. We're saying there are heavy things and we have a part in shifting that and we have God on our side. Yeah. Most importantly, I mean, right. we don't have to be afraid. Right. Even though it is scary. Oh, yeah. And I mean, even just talking about this stuff, like it just, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. I was going to say, before we started recording tonight, Carly and I were talking and I was like, trying to shake it out. Well, Because it just doesn't feel good to talk about. Yeah. It's it's heavy and it's dark and we don't want to talk about it, but we have to talk about it. Well, and guess and- what? If I was the devil, I would probably 
make it weird for Christians to talk about this. So they wouldn't. Of course. Of course. And so that is all the more reason why we should get uncomfortable and talk about this. Because there is darkness. I mean, yes. look oh, around the world. And that's one thing that Carly and I were having a very similar conversation before we started recording that there is darkness in this world and it's around us, but we also have choices in our day-to-day life with what we let into our lives and what we are around, who we're around, the things we see, the things we read, the things we listen to. And we were having a conversation about how to have these conversations with our children, but not leave them feeling scared or unsure. Just like I was just saying, And also having it be dependent on their age and where they're at developmentally, because they have to know that by letting God into our lives and our homes and believing in God, that we have that protection. Mm -hmm. And we also have to make them aware of the fact that there is darkness in the world and there are people who are very dark and who have different beliefs. And so it's not to scare anybody. It's to just be aware of it. And what are we going to do about it? Yeah, that's so true. Well, and just, I mean, I think it's um, Ephesians 5. Let me find it. Um, Don't participate in the fruitless works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful to even mention what is done by them in secret. Everything exposed by the light is made visible. For what makes everything visible is light. And that just showed like right there. People, I think we're in a time where people are like, oh, it's okay. You know, it's just, it's just Halloween. It's fun. Or, oh, it's just this show. It's fun. Oh, it's just this. And it's the fact of the matter is is that it's not just anything because it's a spiritual battle going on all day, every day, day and night. So what our eyes are seeing, what our ears are hearing, it matters. And I have had this conversation. I mean, my kids are young and obviously I'm not scaring them, but in a very real way, I have already had conversations about how it is so important what we listen to what we see, any show that we watch, a movie we watch, the people that we're around, the conversations that we're having, what we think about. Like, we have to be aware of these things. Yeah. And I think opening up that conversation with our kids is incredibly important too, because obviously we cannot protect them from every little thing that they are exposed to. We have the opportunity to pray to God and ask for him to protect us and protect our families. We are going to be around certain people, maybe not intentionally, that may say or do things. But if we're having these conversations with our kids now, as they grow, they can see that and they can know within themselves, Mm -hmm. that's not how we carry ourselves. That's not how we act. That's not how we speak to one another. That's not a type of behavior that we allow in our family because that's not part of our beliefs and our morals. And I think that that is super important to talk to them about from a young age and as they grow, because if you don't talk about it, then they're, I don't know. It's just, I think that 
I have a hard time sometimes when people don't understand the gravity of that, of why it's so important to be around people who have similar beliefs, who parent similarly, who understand or, or who are at least willing to listen and hear what you're saying when it comes to your faith and your family and the way that you're raising your children. It's so, so important. Yeah, because we have to we have to help our children with discernment. So if we're saying one thing, but doing another thing, but allowing this other thing, it's confusing. It needs to match exactly. up and it needs to be in a way that helps them like discernment. It's like a muscle. You have to practice yes. and you have to pray to God about the wisdom and discernment that he gives us. And I mean, it's never too soon to start having these conversations in a real way because kids, I think we were talking, was this last week, like they are, they are so open to the spiritual realm because they're not bogged down by stuff yet. Insert our last uh, episode. And so... (laughs) We um we have to be aware about this and be praying over them and praying for God to protect them. And especially, I've been thinking about dreams lately because, I mean, you and I are both such deep thinkers, like we always talk about. And where do you think uh, we're attacked our thoughts and our dreams and so yes and so it's and this is why i i think about the that middle of the night it just seems like i i have had dreams and i know for sure that it is from god right and i've also had dreams where I wake up and I'm like, in Jesus' name, you need to be gone. Yes. And I think just because, I mean, I pray to be so aware and to have that discernment. Um, but it can be confusing yeah. when you're in the middle of the night and you're tired and you're feeling all the things and your kids are sick or things are going on with your life and and life just happens and motherhood just happens. And so when you're tired and you're vulnerable there's just well I think it's about just, it it's so tricky. It's like our most vulnerable state. Yes. You know, when you're awake your eyes are open. You've been awake for however long you are aware of what's going on around you, of what you're seeing, what you're hearing, what you're consuming. And when you're sleeping, that's when your body is supposed to be resting, Mm -hmm. fully relaxed, fully sleeping, uh, sleep cycles, circadian rhythm. That's what your body, your body is supposed to be doing that. It's not supposed to be on high alert awareness. So it is literally the most vulnerable state that we can be in. And that's why when you said that you've had dreams where you're like, oh, that's definitely God. And then you've had dreams where you wake up and you're immediately praying Mm -hmm. 
in Jesus name and saying, get them out of my home, rebuke yeah. my home. And I mean, Carly and I have been saying this pretty much every single week, but we experience these things individually, usually around the same time, not the same exact thing, but pretty similar. And this is where I go back to what we were talking about at the beginning of how powerful prayer is mm-hmm. and how powerful our beliefs are. And I had an experience last week or this past week where I was being woken up in the middle of the night. I was having horrible, horrible, very realistic dreams. And I literally just kept praying over and over and over again, over and over and over again in the middle of the night, in the morning, before I went to sleep, before my daughter went to sleep as she was sleeping and it stopped. And it's just, it goes to show what you let in, what you allow and what you believe within your home is everything. Yeah. It's everything. It's so important. And like, even you and I are having this conversation we're obviously both so aware of this. We're so intentional about this. I have, I was what last week I was laying awake at night. I was, my thoughts started spiraling. I, I know that this happens, but when it happens, I, I admittedly get sucked in. Yeah. And not because I'm, I want to, or because I'm trying to, or because it it just happens. And, you're and I did that for a while. I went to sleep. I had the same reoccurring dream that I've had several other times about some traumatic things that happened. And I woke up and I immediately knew. I was like, no, no, no. And out loud, I started saying, in Jesus' name, you are you are not allowed in my thoughts. You are not allowed in my dreams. I was saying this out loud because I immediately, it was like before it was happening and I was laying awake and I was tossing and turning, I was just vulnerable. And I was just, I, I wasn't on my game. Right. And that, I mean, that's how, that's how it happens. And we're not and supposed to I be went to sleep. I had that dream and I woke up, I immediately knew. And I was like, okay, okay. I'm on to this. I know what is going on. And I mean, I mean, we've, I think we talked about, there was one week that you and I were both being woken up around the same time every yep. night. And we were just talking about that and like what that means. And I remember I told you, my friend Carrie um, always tells me about how when her boys were little, you know, when you have young children, your kids, you're just up in the middle of the night with them. They need you or they're sick or they're thirsty or they just want to talk for some odd reason or whatever, whatever. And then they grow up and they don't need you in the middle of the night. And God still wakes us up because we need to always be praying for our children. And she told me that a long time ago. And I always think about that. If I start noticing a certain pattern of, okay, I'm waking up around the same time every night. What What's going on? And I think the more we talk about this, the more that we can be aware of it. Absolutely. And I told you, I mean, I told you the other night, I was like, 
open up your Bible, have it by you. <laughs> I'm like, it, it sounds so silly to talk about, but this is for real. For real. And that's part of putting the armor on. Yes. So yes. Shout, out, shout out to Carrie for the good advice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And I just, I, um, I don't know. I just, I, I think about all of the mothers out there who are struggling in the middle of the night. Thinking that they're the only ones. And I mean, you and I, I mean, we've talked about intrusive thoughts and these terrible things that happen. And, it, and some of it is hormonal and some of it is, you know, postpartum stuff. And I think moms are afraid to talk about this kind of Very. thing because, you know, they don't want to be labeled as crazy or, and I, and I think, I think that is also a spiritual thing because the devil's like, don't tell anybody because guess what would happen if they found out? If they found out you were having these terrible thoughts, I mean, it's awful. Well, it's literally like angel yes. and devil on yes. each shoulder, truly. Yeah. And when you're a mother during any season, if you are sleep deprived, it it wrecks you. Yeah. It can really wreck you if you don't have the support or you are just not sleeping at every night, every single night, or constantly just being woken up for however many hours or half an hour or whatever it is. And so it's like, I want to talk, I want to talk to someone about this. You need to talk about this. It's important to talk about this. And the devil's like, no, don't. Yes, you exactly. Just gotta do, just gotta do with it, deal with it by yourself and don't talk about it and let yep. these thoughts permeate through your brain. And I'm going to keep waking you up at night. And it's just, Oh, I just, I'm sitting here just thinking about how powerful it is to just pray. Yeah. And this is not saying like Carly was saying earlier, this is not saying that it is that just the mother's choices and fault by any means. There are so many layers to sleep deprivation in seasons of motherhood and family dynamics and support and community or lack thereof. And this is just a piece of it, but it's a very, very important piece of it because we're so vulnerable during that time and our children are too. Yes, absolutely. And I love that you just said that. And I, and I hope that that is what is coming across. Like when we're talking about this stuff, we want mothers to be aware of it. And we also want y'all to know that anything that you are struggling with, like we're all doing this. If you feel like you're the only one that has ever thought something or you're, you're not, you're, you're not alone. And the devil would love it if we all felt alone. And it's so dangerous for us to be in that vulnerable state in the middle of the night, so tired and I mean, like Olivia said, there's so many layers to this. And so we don't want to just be like, slap a band aid on it. You're not praying no. enough or no. you're not having enough 
faith or any of that. That's not at all the message that we're saying. And I mean, more than anything, I pray that moms have these conversations and talk about the hard and uncomfortable and weird and scary things. I hope that people have safe people that they can talk about that with. I hope that people have a community in which all of these things are spoken about as far as spiritual attack and spiritual warfare. And because we need each other, we need to be praying for our families. We need other people to be praying for us. Like we, this is important stuff and we have to be here for each other. Absolutely. And if you feel like you don't have that community and you don't have people that you can talk to, Carly and I have said this many times, you can seriously message us. Yeah. Message us, email us, whatever. We know. We know what it's like. Granted, yes, every single situation is different. Everyone goes through different things. But that doesn't mean that we can't support someone who is going through some real stuff. Yeah. And there's there's so many seasons of motherhood. It's it's changing and you're not always so tired. But we still need to be aware of this in every single season. And so, I mean, a lot of it, like you and I obviously have young kids. And so the middle of the night stuff is just what's on our mind and what we're experiencing. But I know that even with older children, there's, there's always stuff. And I mean, mothers, our job is never over. No. Even when we're sleeping, we're still thinking (laughs) about our babies. We're still praying for our children. We're still moms. God made moms incredible. And part of the way that we were made is that we're on. We're on. We're on. And and we're ready. Yeah. And we're just, that. that's just part of being a mother. And instead of like the world is like in a complaining way, it should be like, oh, this is the way God made me that's amazing. So what can we do to deal with this in a healthy way? How can we support each other through this? How can we support each other in being the wives that our husbands deserve? And how can we support each other in being the moms that our kids deserve? Like we, the layers to this, it's a lot because we, we need each other. There are so many layers. Yeah. Yeah. So, so many. And yeah. I love that you said that with motherhood, it's it's ever-changing. Yes. It changes week to week, month to month, year to year, but it, depending on if you have one children or multiple children, yeah, it's always changing. And the other piece of it that I wanted to mention, which I think is, it's a miracle and it's incredible that God created us this way, is that there's literally times where, I mean, I think if you are very in tune with your body and your emotions and your feelings and your thoughts that you can know when something is about to happen to your child. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, that's like the the always on part, right. Is I remember years ago, I think it was before I even had my daughter, 
there was a video going around of a mother who was sleeping next to her son who had been getting sick, throwing up. And you know how people have like the cameras above the beds to yeah in the night to monitor the kids. Um, it caught the mother. They're, they're both sleeping. And all of a sudden the mother immediately wakes up and puts the bucket right next to her son. And not even a millisecond later, her, her son is awake throwing up. And it's, that is, I don't even have words. It's just, that's how God created us to know when something is going on with our babies. God made mothers incredible. Magical. Like it is, it is beyond. And I do think like what you said, it gets taken for granted. Not, not intentionally, just society just does not realize how wild wildly amazing that is that we can that we can know these things oh yeah without even being like subconsciously aware it's just down to our dna and the way that we were created yeah well and i think the world uses all of the hard parts of motherhood and then Yes. Kind of twists it and then makes like exceptions for like sin in the name of like, we deserve to complain or be ungrateful or mad or numb out or, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And we can't do that. But we also can't pretend like all of that stuff isn't happening. (laughs) That's not real. Because I mean, obviously, motherhood is hard. It's hard to be tired. It's hard to be up with children. It's hard. I mean, every season is good and every season is hard for different reasons. And so we can't just like act like none of that stuff is real. And at the same time, we have to like have a kingdom perspective. And part of having that kingdom perspective is knowing that there is an enemy that hates what you're doing. Because God loves what you're doing. And I think that's the other thing too, is that you can feel that so strongly Yeah. when you are so close with God. Yep. And sometimes that's where the spiritual warfare comes in, comes in even more so. Oh is yeah. When, when the devil realizes, oh no, they, they really believe in God. Oh yeah, and they're bringing him in his home. Oh into yeah, their homes. yep. It, I swear. Yep. And that's why we have to be aware. That's why we have to have these conversations. And it's not to scare anybody. It's to just raise awareness and know that we have so many different ways. Yeah, that we can protect ourselves and our children and our families. Yep, First God has given. Yep. <laughs> yep, God has given us ways to equip ourselves and equip our families. Right. And yeah. And I feel like that's the end of this conversation. (laughs) Yep. I hope, um, I think, I think we got across what we wanted to get across. Yes. I hope that y'all feel encouraged. And even though this stuff is, scary and weird and like everything that we've been talking about the devil would love if we didn't talk about this so guess what we're gonna do 
we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Our, our connection was trying to be broke up tonight and we just <laughs> kept talking. So yep. <laughs> thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we will be back next week. Bye y'all. Bye.